This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Profitability Movement. Google profitability-movement to join this community of business owners focused on building profit, increasing wealth, and giving back. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help your business and you today. You all know that maintenance plans are critical to the long-term success of your company. My guest today, David Lopez, CPA, gives you the rule of 78 as it applies to growing your maintenance base. This is something that most of us don't think about, yet implementing it will help you generate and expand your maintenance program. David, welcome to Contractor Sense. Thank you so much, Ruth. I really appreciate uh, you giving me the chance to talk to you and your great audience today. Oh, my pleasure. So when you and I first started talking, we talked about different things that can help, you know, basically recurring revenue, which is what maintenance programs are all about. So um, I'm sure most of our audience does not know the rule of 78. So why don't we start there? What is it? So, yeah. So the rule of 78 is a a little secret that banks have been keeping for years uh, that, that recently I've seen more and more of businesses that are selling maintenance plans use. Uh, So the rule of 78 was initially used to calculate uh, interest payments on a one-year loan. That calculation doesn't really apply to what I'm going to talk about today, but I'm going to teach how we can use the same rule and the same principles to apply it to budgeting and our compensation plans for our reps when we're talking about maintenance plans. Okay. So, So the best way I always like to ask everybody, and I'm going to ask and then I'll give the most common answers since, you know, we, we don't have a, a general audience like I when I usually give this presentation. But if we sell $1,000 worth of monthly maintenance plans every month, how much money will we generate, you know, within one year? So a thousand of monthly maintenance plans that, you know, if we sell it in January, they are going to give us a thousand for that month and a thousand in February, a thousand uh, March and and so on. So when I usually ask this question, the most common answer I get is 12,000 or 144,000. People either say it's 12 times 12 or they, they just count it as one. Uh, well, what you, we have to really think about and the rule of 78 will, will come in to help us with this is that the maintenance plan we sell in January for $1,000 every month, we're gonna get 1,000 in January, 1,000 in February, 1,000 in March, going all the way to December. And then the one we sell in February, we're going to get a thousand in February, thousand in March, and it almost if you if you kind of put it all on an Excel sheet, it almost looks like nice steps as you're walking up because in the first month you get revenue from one maintenance plan, the sec or one group of maintenance plans. The second month is a sec two groups of maintenance plans. So each month you're stacking up on yourself. So if the the rule of seventy eight teaches us that with one thousand a month in maintenance plans sold we will generate $78,000 in revenue that year. So that's the the key to that rule is whatever we're selling monthly and monthly maintenance plans, that we multiply that number by 78. And on a budgetary basis, that will give us exactly what we expect to make that year from those maintenance plans. And that assumes that you do a thousand in January and they pay a thousand every month for 12 months. Exactly. So most of the time you don't achieve this with one client, you achieve this with a group of clients. So my my background comes from uh, the copier industry. So we what we would do is we would sell a copier for an up, upfront financed amount with a bank. 
And then we would charge a monthly fee for maintenance fee, and then also included their ink and toner. So for every client, we would average about $25 a printer and $75 a copier. And we could very quickly um, you know, generate very large amounts of reoccurring revenue in just a couple of years of, of selling and, and growing our customer base. This also assumes that you have 100% customer retention. So any clients you lose, you have to make up for, for the rule of 78 to apply. Yeah. So for all of us who are doing monthly recurring billing, we're not going to be at $1,000 a month. We might be at $20 a month or $30 a month, depending upon where you are in the U.S. So, you know, it'd be nice to have the, you know, $78,000, but um, we have to bring it back to reality. The 78 really shows you how how to calculate it on an easy thing that we're talking about in the podcast rather than saying, okay, it's $18 a month for a thousand clients. Da, 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 da. So, you so, know, so use the. If, if we just sold $20 a month uh, it, every year, that's a thousand fifty six for the rule of 78. So even if it's just, you know, you're doing 20 bucks a month of reoccurring revenue that you're selling to bring it down. I use the big numbers because that's, you know, they're, they're, like you said, they're round and they're pretty, but that, that, in, in one year, you can still generate with just, you know, 20 bucks a month in sales over well over $1,000. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's it, one of the things that I always like to do is to show everybody you can start with 100 maintenance agreements and add, you know, 100 of them um, every year and then um, basically renew 80% of them and you'll have a million dollars in the bank in 10 years if you put yeah. it away. <laughs> That's you, you jumped ahead of me. And I love it that you that you you pointed that out. That's exactly what I was going to say is the beauty of this is the next year you don't lose all of your maintenance plans from the prior year. So the so the next year you actually end up getting more of a multiplier than 78. Yeah, because, you know, it, and I and I make the assumption that we renew 80 percent of them. The I like to my most successful clients actually renew 95, 96% of them. That's hard to do unless you're actually talking to them and keeping in contact with them and doing things outside of just doing, you know, maintenance once or twice a year. You've got to really communicate with them all the time. So anyway, so the rule of 78, you know, you'd mentioned when we very first started that the bankers used to keep this a secret. Um, isn't that how they calculate the interest on mortgages? That is exactly so. Yes. So within a within your interest payment, the bankers always want to be paid first. So <laughs> they, they they the way they do it is if they say you're they're going to make you know ten uh, I'll call it a thousand dollars worth of interest uh, in a year. They actually take twelve seventy eighths of it. So they they take you know twelve and they charge you that in January. And then in February they charge you eleven seventy eighths and they use it in reverse. So then in December you're only paying 178th of interest. So if you decide to only pay off, the, if you pay off your note with six months left, they're, they're still collecting a, far, a large majority of their of their money before, before you get to pay back yours. So they've always used this money in reverse to, to work against us. So to make it, if we can't, can't pay things off faster and to you know make sure that they get their interest before we can pay back our principal. Got it. All right. Before we take a break, if somebody wants to get in contact with you, where do they do that? So you can call me at a 954-604-3411, or you can send me a text at any point. Uh, that's my business line. Or you can uh, reach out to me on Twitter at Lopez underscore CFO. 
Uh, and if, if neither, if, or you can reach out to me uh, with an email at lopezconsultingserve at uh, gmail.com. Sounds great. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Are you one of the contractors who enjoys getting and analyzing your financial statements each month? If not, it's probably because you haven't taken the time to discover what your profit and loss statement and balance sheet are telling you. And you probably are not making good business decisions based on timely, accurate financial statements. You know you have to do something about this, but where do you turn? Ruth Kings makes your financial statements fun and sexy online course. These easy to understand four sessions explain financial statements in English rather than accounting babble. You'll discover what your financial statements mean and how to analyze them each month. Then you'll have the info you need to spot minor issues and take care of them before they become major crises and run you out of cash. Enroll today. Click on the link in the show notes or call us at 770-729-0258. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I'm speaking with David Lopez, a CPA who gives us the rule of 78 and how the bankers get their money first <laughs> rather than us getting to pay our principal back first with respect to mortgages. And he's showing us how to use it with respect to maintenance plans. Now, before the break, we started talking a little bit about, and I kind of jumped um, the gun a little bit. So let's talk about saving the money. Because you said that was the next thing that really has to happen. You've got to, you know, you can sell the maintenance agreements, but you've got to keep it, keep the money, correct? Keep the money. Yeah, you have to start compounding the money and uh, reinvesting it in either acquiring more maintenance agreements or, or you know, or accruing it. And at this rate, we're getting pretty good interest rates depending on the investment you can get. Got it. So when we, you had mentioned that we also can use the rule of 78 for budgeting. How would we do that? So this, the way I've found that it, it really helps for budgeting is, uh, especially if you're planning to, uh, one, pay your sales reps. If you have sales reps and you have uh, anyone that you're paying uh, beneath you and you're trying to figure out how much uh, they can be generating for you by selling reoccurring plans, uh, the rule of 78 will make sure that you, one, don't, uh, don't overpay them because you want to make sure that you factor in that 80% retention that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So when you when you show when the using the rule of 78 and you're giving your sales reps their budgets for the year, it helps you say this is how much revenue I need on a, re a maintenance plans revenue I need of you every month to get to my goal, which is a, a revenue figure, you know, and then out of that revenue figure, which if you know if it's call it as we said $20 a month that they need to sell that that means that you know that out of the year you have $1,560 to cover your expenses. Uh, including your commissions on that revenue figure. So if if you, you don't want to end up selling maintenance plans that if you have $2,000 in expenses on it a year and you're selling them for 20 at $20 a month, you don't want to end up getting uh, losing money on this because the, the the same rule works in reverse. Unfortunately. So if you sell your maintenance plans <laughs> at too cheap of a cost, you lose this much money on a yearly basis. Yeah, one of the things that I've always talked about is that maintenance plans have to at least break even. You can't afford to lose, you know, a buck or two on a maintenance plan, because as you say, this works, you know, the negatives add up pretty quick, just as well as the positives. Yeah. Losing 20 bucks monthly on your plans, like as in the same way, will will, will cost you over four years. If, if you do that for four years and you sell those plans, you're going to be losing 10,000 a year in revenue, 
which I'll tell you every owner, when, when times get tough and interest rates go up 10,000 a year is, is a lot of money. And four years it flies by in the business world. Yeah, no sweat. Uh, I agree. I mean, it's just maintenance plans have to generate revenue and profit or at least break even um, from my perspective. Anyway, so, you know, we can use the rule of 78 as it relates to maintenance and we can use it as it relates to budgeting um, for our comfort specialists and also our, our CSRs and our internal people who are enrolling maintenance agreements all the time, every day on the phone. Is there and, some sort of, God. Oh, I, I, sorry. And I meant to mention advertising because a lot of times maintenance plans and stuff like that can come in through advertising and it, it really helps when you're budgeting. Well, how much am I willing to spend on this? Well, you, if you know, it's going to generate, you know, hundred maintenance plants at X price, then you, then you label it with the rule of 78. You can very quickly generate what your yearly revenue will be to know what the advertising is worth it or not. Yeah. And whether you're going to lose your butt or not. <laughs> I've that's very commonplace. I've seen people bleed a lot of money, unfortunately. Well, I always look at advertising from a perspective. Okay, if you're going to invest, you know, a thousand dollars from your perspective, you know, how much do we have to generate in revenue to cover the cost of the thousand dollars? And it's a thousand dollars divided by your gross margin. That's your break even. So if you're not doing that, guess what? Don't do it. That's that's one of the reasons I love what you're doing so much with the profitability movement, because so, far too many people advise on growth. And not on that that aspect of what you're teaching. And they say, get as many plans as you want. But they're not saying you got your gross profit has to be there because that's how people sleep at night when they have money in the bank, not when they're growing fast. Yeah, exactly. So when you work with your clients, do you go through the rule of 78 with them or how do you help them, you know, plan and budget using the rule of 78? So, so my favorite thing to do with my clients is figure out different sources of reoccurring revenue that we can add to their revenue portfolio. Um, to see that and, and and use the rule of 78 to budget it out and figure out what expenses we can allocate to it. Uh, for example, I have um, a my one of my major clients works and does a lot of countertops. And we're we're discussing working and adding a it's it's a little odd. It seems like it's out of our scope, but because we work with developers, it's within our our sales clientele. Mm -hmm. But uh, just selling service checks on uh, your fire safety. It sounds odd, but there's so many so much money in just walking through a building once a month and saying, are all of these fire extinguishers good? Has any been, been tampered with? Did a random kid run through and pull a pen? Because if they get a code violation, it's a heavy, heavy fee on the apartment. And they oh, have all the contracts yeah. with the apartments. Yeah. So by this this fee, they, they're, they're generated, they figure that they can generate about $100 a month per apartment they sign up. And they need to figure out how many people can do they need to hire to, to you know run through apartments and uh, check the check this and so by figuring out what they figure out in sales I work with them to figure out how many who we hire how we compensate that person and uh, the rule of seventy eight is is crucial and giving them the visual the visual of why it's so important to try to open up these maintenance sources source of revenue which I call like the stairway revenue rather than a uh, what would they call full scope jobs is just trying to do everything in an apartment complex, which I call elevator revenue because it's <laughs> 20 million all at once. And then you don't get the next contract and it all goes to zero. Yeah. That's why maintenance is so useful. It's build your maintenance space and it builds everything else. It really, at least, you know, for plumbing, electrical, HVAC and stuff like that. Never thought about maintenance for counter, you know, for stuff like fire safety and apartments and those types of things. I mean, I'm sure you can do maintenance for just about anything. 
Yeah, I when I worked in roofing, it was cr the way that a roofers line up their warranties to work along the manufacturer's warranties is another awesome way that roofers, you know, generate uh, 15 bucks a roof uh, per month on every roof they sell if they're doing it right. There's there's a lot of interesting ways out there that um, people are finding way to add maintenance plans to their business models because they realize the being able to get residual income from every every customer you work with is really how you build long term success. Well, not only that, if you want to sell your business, guess what you have? <laughs> a customer yeah. base. Customer base. Yes, absolutely. And that's what every private equity person wants to see. Of customer base that they can slap a number next to you and say, oh, we can sell them five times, five things more than you did. And you you tell them, yes, you can. Please offer me all that extra money. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. You got it. All right. Give everybody your um, contact information one more time, please. So again, I'll just give my number out because I'm that's where that's the best way to reach me. But you can give me a call or a text at 954-604-3411. Again, my name is David Lopez and I, I specialize in in helping businesses uh you know budget and figure out what then the next step that they need to grow into to make the their entrepreneurs happy, happier. Sounds great. David, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for the time. And thank you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.